Good day, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Control Up. Uh, I'm here with my. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Did you just did you just say it correctly? Totally did you don't... just call it an episode? I'm here with my oh, my extreme wow. extreme colleague Eugenia. <laughs> Hello. Eugenia. Hello, Jeff. <laughs> hey, guess what we're going to talk about right now? Gosh, I have just no idea. Please tell me what are we going to talk about? So we all know we so. I remember Alex one time told me, he's like, you know, Jeff, people would rather go to the dentist and have their teeth pulled rather than opening a support ticket. That is pretty hardcore, but I, I, I agree. Yeah. Kind, of agree kind of agree. Right. Cause you, you're, you're yeah. like, okay, I, there's a problem. It's either my, my device, or my application or your peripheral, something's going on. Right. And I need to open a support ticket. So I better clear my calendar. <laughs> for the next and brace for the extreme frustration brace yeah yourself. exactly yeah. for the next hour or two i just got to work with this this help desk person that they're going to solve try to try to solve my issue and then, then if they can't today then i you know i got to live with this issue and then they're going to you know call me back and then i have to you know oh so but what if what if there was a there was some capability because there's known issues right there's the Oh, you open a, t a ticket, and they're like, "Oh, that's the, the 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 tier one help desk person." They're like, "Oh yeah, I can solve that for you. Just click this, click that, click this, and you know, then you're good to go." It's a known issue. It's a known bug, and there's there's hundreds or thousands of known issues. What if, what if they could detect? I know it's going to be crazy. It's going to sound crazy. What if? Someone, some application, some software company out there could detect a known issue and automatically fix it. I am imagining like a movie trailer right now. Like, imagine a world where a never-ending pile of support tickets wasn't an everyday reality for you. You know, <laughs> like I'm not, I can't do like an epic like action guy voice, but like just imagine, right? Do you see it? <laughs> imagine a world. <laughs> Twilight Zone kind of thing. <laughs> It's kind of sad that that's like the reality though, right? Like that's, it's a fantasy land. The idea that this is like a fantasy land, or at least it was. It's like, it's like, it's like, that's crazy doc. That's crazy doc. <laughs> so, so what would happen? So let's just hypothetically think that we have a hundred known issues with known uh, fixes. So what would be the first step we would have to take to, to detect a known issue? Well, I mean, if we know what the issue is and we know, you know, what it what it looks like. So maybe it maybe it has to do with a specific application that's being launched, maybe like this version of of Chrome. Maybe it's an old version of Chrome or an old uh -huh. version of something or other. And that whenever people open up that, it they have an issue. Compatibility with a website or a, like a, a SaaS yeah. application for the company. Okay. Yeah. So we see that. We see that data on the back and we see, oh, this guy, they just launched Chrome version, blah, 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 or whatever. And well, so let's we go, not be, oh, let's not be sexist. it happened. This, this person... <laughs> This person, <laughs> this person, you know, they they launched it and we go, okay, okay, this could be, this could and be the crashes. moment, guys. Well, it's probably gonna because it's that version. So yeah, we know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So incompatibility with that, that app. So, all right. So I can, so is there, I don't know, is there a way to detect a version of Chrome? I mean, sure. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so whether I'm in a VDI environment or it's a physical environment, I can detect a version in Chrome. So um, I don't know. So that would be programmatically looking for version numbers. And then I don't know. What do I do once I find out 
that, you know, there's a thousand people out there, my 10,000 person company that have this version of Chrome. What do I do about it then? I mean, uh, there's any number of things you could you could send them like have it automatically send them a message saying hey we noticed that you are not using a supported version of chrome we recommend that you upgrade to this one and you know like here's a link or whatever just there you go like we could just we could just kind of send them a message and they can handle it and they know that we care too kind of get send in their them face. a message we can do a pop All up in their face i guess we could yeah. do a pop up we could also do a, an email which might be a little nicer right I prefer pop-ups, but you do you. Yeah, each their own. <laughs> okay. I got so enough then, emails. So, that, so that's <laughs> so that's going to put the uh, onus of responsibility on them to fix their Chrome version, which might mm-hmm. be nicer because maybe, well, might, which might be nice because maybe um, if they upgrade, that's going to break a thousand other things in their environment. <laughs> <laughs> Well, sure. Or maybe like, let's say it's a different issue entirely. Maybe it's, you know, a lot of users are having, uh, maybe it's just that, that they're, you know, like they're using up too much CPU and it's causing everything to slow down or whatever. Yeah. And so maybe we, we notice that. And instead of having them do anything at all, we can say, okay, when this happens, we recommend CPU throttling. And by recommend, I don't mean we say, hey, person, you should throttle the cpu like they're, they're not even gonna know what that means they, they don't, don't need to we can just do that on the back end there, there's it's a built-in functionality just throttle the cpu you could set the process priority there's a number of different things that we can auto automatically do to to resolve this for them without them even realizing that that their experience is beginning to decline because we fix it before it actually has time to truly decline so you're talking about a vdi environment so yeah, yeah. cpu is cranking up I'm going to invoke a CPU throttling function back on that machine. Uh, problem fixed. They never had. They never called support call. It just automatically started happening. That events took place, and it just made that user experience a little bit better, right? Yeah, we fixed it before it could suck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, or this. I like this one. Um, Wi-Fi signal. I know that when mm-hmm. you get a Wi-Fi signal below like sixty percent, you your your experience degrades like by eighty percent. Like it just it just it's crazy. So uh, we can have an event say, "Hey, I see that you're below. You know your your Wi-Fi signal is below sixty percent. Uh, move closer to your Wi-Fi router." And mm-hmm. you know because because they could say, "Well, I get all these all these tickets because they have this." Horrible, you know, use you know, unified comms experience. They have a horrible, you know, um, SaaS app experience. They have a horrible kind of experience, and they don't know why. They're just working in the kitchen, <laughs> right? Yeah. We can say, no. When this happens, you know, you're going to have th- this. There's a correlation here. <laughs> so you keep calling, and we we don't know, you know, and we just say, I don't know. I'm going to sh- send you a 50 foot, you know, Ethernet cable. Right, but we could just do a pop up and say move closer, or um, on that one that that tells the end user to do something. So I, I kind of like where this is going. It was like I have the option; I can just tell the end user to fix it themselves, and here's what to do, or automatic magically just fix that thing. And you know, there's a benefit in the you know recommending that they do it themselves, and because I mean. 
people have the capacity to learn. So maybe next time, next time that they have this issue, maybe they'll stop and they go, hey, you know, last time this happened, that person's like, hey, you should move closer to your router. So maybe let me just try doing that now. Oh my gosh, look, <laughs> suddenly it's all better. And they didn't even, like, we like totally avoided that entire thing because we taught them this is how you fix that. So, whoa, what an impact. Right, right. Because I look at these events like, I mean, I think the highest, the some of the so the key ones like for network events like a high network latency or a low Wi-Fi signal. I think you know detecting and then um, getting the end user to do something about it. Um, you know, or like when like when people open up too many like an, or an application layer when they open up. How many times have you been like a a Zoom call or a Teams call and they share their screen, they share their browser, and they have like seventy tabs open. <laughs> Only 70? I'm like easily above 100 right now. Do I'm you not kidding. Those on your memory? <laughs> oh, I am fully aware. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't mean I can stop myself, though. Oh, my gosh. The, the most I ever have is like I, five or six, maybe seven. Seriously? Seriously. Oh, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> Do you know that you can like add favorites to your, <laughs> and then you can just go oh, here? I know all the tricks and tips. <laughs> like I said, it doesn't change the behavior, which is like, like I, I duplicate tabs all the time. Like if I'm like, I'll see something like, I want to get back to this. Do I know that I have the ability to like snooze tabs? Sure. Is that what I'm going to do? No, I'm just going to move it to the side and keep doing like, like keep going on my like main path. I kind of like keep branching off and opening up another tab and then continuing the main path. Like I just, they just multiply. They so just for multiply. Eugene, so let me on my, on my, on my, little back to our subject here if i if i have an <laughs> alert saying okay if if memory gets below you know x available you know bytes right and mm -hmm. um and it's eugenia uh you know, <laughs> check to see how much you know um edge <laughs> how much memory is edge taking i know it's gonna be google uh is taking yeah, and then chrome <laughs> and then sande send a message to Eugenia saying, uh, you know, you probably should close your browser and open it. Saying Jeff tabs. is judging you right now. He only has five tabs. That's what it would say. I know. I know. And it'd be right. <laughs> all right. So let's, so let's wrap up. So I guess the, the, the net net out of all this is, I don't know how, how many, you, you, you talk with, you know, control customers all the time. And you, do you have any um, gut feeling on how many, um, known issues they are um, they have identified and that they automatically fix either with user intervention or without user intervention but they automatically fix um you know what are they 150 you know 75 you know what do you have a do you have a, a handle on how many um how many actions they take to try to, to prevent help desk tickets i mean the number definitely varies. It It is certainly, I have customers that have, you know, they've got 30 plus different triggers and the uh -huh. trigger is just like, that's, that's not how many times it fires. That's how many different kind of categories of issues, but then how many times that, yeah. that, you know, they get the ROI on it basically. And again, this is, this is not like how many times they have to take an action. This is automated. Like, so how many times does it solve itself? Right. Like that's if that's the question. I mean, my goodness, uh, I've got customers where it's like, you know, this one trigger fired, you know, 3000 times in the last two days. And that's like maybe they're a large organization. Maybe they're a small organization that are wow. experiencing some yeah. like, crazy issues. But like, oh, it is absolutely insane. Uh, the the potential impact of this and the, the actual so impact of this. With that could be 3000. Um, and maybe not all of the people would have done a help desk tickets, but that could be 3000 help desk tickets. Right. 
Well, yeah. And like we talked about this earlier, uh, like prior to to starting to, to, you know, to taping, so to speak. But like some of them have little pop ups that just say like, hey, we see that you're having an issue. Don't worry. We're on it. And that oh. way, like it's maybe it's not maybe it's a really complex issue and it can't be automated yet someday in the future with AI. But well, anyway, that could be a maybe scout today. Be, that could even be, be a scout bee's uh, like service data or um, uh, um, it could be a, a SaaS application could be down. And that's yeah. going to affect 10,000 people who are going to be calling control. Calling and they're the all going to like, yeah, they're all going to start, you know, emailing and opening tickets to stay home. Like, hey, I can't get into this thing. Like, but like, why not just like, like get to them ahead of time and go, hey, yo, we know you don't need to open up a ticket. Yeah. We know we're on it. And like that in and of itself, huge impact. Yeah, but by the way, to, to, to put a little wrapper around this, I know if I was doing this in production for every help desk ticket, control up avoided. Because it's a known issue, or you know, just a something we we detected and we fixed, either have the user fix or fix themselves. I would do a webhook into my ticketing application and say, uh, "We avoided this ticket. We opened a ticket and we closed the ticket." <laughs> and um, I've been automatically closing, you know, five thousand tickets a month, or you know, whatever that number is, and you can show your executives uh the value of control up right they're like anti-tickets they're anti they're anti-tickets yeah that's okay this is officially a thing by the way I've, it's, it's right. been decided anti-tickets yeah gooey. all right yeah <laughs> all right thank you hey so um wow control up can automatically for known issues we can automatically detect them and fix them either get the end user to fix it themselves or um just have it be fixed this is i love it i love it i'm gonna add this to one of my top favorite things oh wow oh wow (laughs) thank thank you genius say say goodbye say goodbye jeff bye jeff goodbye wait you hacked it you're supposed to say say goodbye eugenia and then i say goodbye eugenia you can't you can't hack it no Goodbye, Eugenia. <laughs> Goodbye, Eugenia. <laughs> Bye. How dare you? Yeah. So rude. Bye. Bye.